Welcome to a new episode of Saturday Soundbites, the vibrant and powerhouse podcast where we discuss all things customer service, marketing, and communications in the K-12 education space. I'm Veronica V. Sofer, a K-12 communications expert with more than two decades in the industry, and I'm your host. Communications is at the heart of everything in education, and I'm committed to bringing on innovative, passionate, and successful experts that are going to teach you how to level up your district's visibility and impact. So whether you're an education leader, teacher, school marketer, or anything in between, Saturday Soundbites is your go-to for information, insight, and sometimes a good laugh. Be sure to check out my website, veronicavsofer.com, to get even more tips and tools and to see some of the powerful resources and courses I've created for educators. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to Saturday Soundbites. I'm your host, Veronica V. Sofer, and I am excited to host Saturday Soundbites because here we talk about all things visibility strategy, public relations, advertising, marketing, networking, and all the things you need to be able to tell your story and get your product or your services out there. So I am thrilled about today's conversation because we're going to be talking about TikTok. But before we do that, Let's take care of some housekeeping. If you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of Saturday Soundbites. And if you are watching on YouTube or Facebook, drop us some comments. And my guests and I will be sure to connect with you. So we'll go ahead and get started. I'm bringing on Allison Springer to Saturday Soundbites. Welcome so much, Allison. Hi, Veronica. I'm happy to be here. Great, great, great. So before we start talking about TikTok and how you can use it in your business, let's talk a little bit about your expertise in social media and how you really found your niche. Yeah, so I'm actually a former teacher. I didn't come from a background of marketing, but the really cool thing about that is TikTok is pretty new. So I was able to actually just fall in love with that platform and with social media as a user and really learn about best behaviors and um, best practices in that world. And then whenever I transitioned over to marketing and really started diving deep into all of social media marketing and all of marketing for online business owners, then I was able to view it from a user's perspective and from then the lens of someone who owns a business and helps other people market with TikTok. I started as just a social media manager that was doing everything for people. So I'm talking Instagram, Facebook, um, even Twitter in some cases. And that content just wasn't moving. I was noticing I was asking my clients to do reels and TikToks for me, but they were apprehensive because they didn't know how we could create a workflow to work on that together or sure. how, or even if TikTok would work for their business at all. And so I decided to kind of niche into that area and specialize in learning how to support business owners with it, but also how to utilize it to grow in multiple different industries, not just marketing, not just even like online coaching or one specific area, but multiple different niches, specialties, industries, and ways of earning money using that platform. And mm -hmm. so now I've worked with over like 20 industries, either on strategy or on one-on-one management to utilize that platform to generate leads, grow their business. And it's just a really great way to utilize content in multiple places, but also get your content in front of your ideal client and your new audience, which is why I love it so much. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about the differences between marketing on, you know, maybe LinkedIn or Twitter versus TikTok. Um, obviously, the, you know, the, the what you see and the energy and the actual reels are a different format. But tell me what you see as a strategist that helps people um, get those leads and take it to the next level. 
So I think that there's this really strong thing called the parasocial effect. So whatever business that you're in, if you are connecting with people, with your voice and with your face, they're going to be more likely to trust you. And so when you're talking about Twitter, um, these little text value bits, um, it, it's a little depersonalized and it's a little hard to build. It's harder and it takes longer to build that audience trust. And the same thing with LinkedIn, that that wavelength, like it takes a lot longer to connect with your audience in that way. And also what's so powerful about the TikTok algorithm specifically is because it's really powerful at um, really putting your content in front of the people who watch it because it's all based on not multiple different things like Instagram, for example, where you have Instagram stories, reels, carousels, posts. It's based on primarily just how long people are watching your video, how much people are engaging with it. And it's, so it's very um, easy for them to see what audiences are interacting with and liking. And so your content, if you're making it for your ideal client, and you're really clear on who that is, can be served directly to your ideal client. But also it has a for you page, which is giving, you know, 90% of people's time on the app is spent consuming content of people that they aren't already following. And so it's really great for visibility and getting in front of new audiences, which is why I think it's wonderful for people who are just starting with social media marketing. Maybe they have a smaller audience because they're able to grow at a quicker rate and there's not as much competition with people that already have a larger following um, where their stuff is getting viewed more. Sure. Sure. That makes, a, that makes a whole lot of sense. And what's the secret sauce with that conversion, right? Because I think, you know, if, if again, you said a lot of your clients are, uh, have been apprehensive in the past, yeah. what was the one thing that you think got them to finally agree to start creating content for you that you could push out there? Like how did that conversion really happen? Well, so if I'm looking at posting similar content, whether it's converted to like the same kind of content idea, but maybe it's in a carousel or maybe it's in a reel or maybe it's in a tweet and I'm looking at putting that on TikTok, the amount of leads I was able to generate just statistically for my own business and my clients was a lot more. Now, you know, TikTok is only one part of a marketing ecosystem. So the best way to do that is by offering, you know, like free, like free resources or lower ticket items to get people into your world and to learn more about you. But just that visibility and the way that we were able to just get that content in front was a lot higher. So statistically, that was higher. But then you also throw in some statistics like, you know, the average TikTok user who like, who is actively on the platform is spending over 80 minutes a day on the platform. Um, wow. People, yeah. And so in comparison to I think less than 20 on Instagram. And so just the amount of time people are spending on that platform. And then I think that there was this big misconception that it's only for teenagers, right? If you're not on it, like you remember like in 2020 where people were just doing TikTok dances, but um, actually statistically up until 50 plus demographically, we're seeing the user base, be like percentage wise similar. So it's the same percentage of people that are on it, teenagers, 20s, 30s, 40s. And um, it's just that that's not what people are seeing as far as creators go. So they think it's a much younger demographic than it actually is as far as people that are consuming content. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay, good. So you really have to do your homework and figure out like where your ideal client is. Yeah. And um, chances are they're on TikTok, at least at some point in the day. Yeah. And I mean, like, yeah, so maybe even your audience is over 50. For example, your ideal client, there's still a lot of that client on TikTok. Or what I think is actually genius about the platform in itself is if you're creating short form video content anyway, you're able to utilize that in multiple different platforms. And so then you can meet your audience where you're at. So you can start on the platform where your audience is most active, but 
then you can utilize that same piece of content and tweak it a little bit to where you're able to really just be like, okay, if my audience is splitting their attention between multiple different places now, how can I just show up with the least amount of work on myself to meet them where they're already spending their time? Mm-hmm. And, um, and some of that too is deciding how much time you want to invest. And so my question for you is if, um, say I decided um, I wanted to work with the social media manager and they were really uh, getting me to look at TikTok, what is a good um, range of time that you would expect to be invested in creating the content? Yes. Yeah, so, and I mean, I work with business owners of multiple levels, but if I'm doing one-on-one TikTok management for a client, this is what it logistically looks like. And we can do this once a month or once a week, but I give them content ideas. I tell them exactly which film they film it. They put it in a shared album for me. And then I edit, create the video, write the copy, do the hashtags. There's a lot of research going into that on my part to where I can do all of that for them and really understand their business. But, um, you know, if you're talking, I just did this for a client yesterday. I gave her all of her content that she needed to film for me for the month, 16 videos. And then from those 16 videos, I'm able to create content, even like carousels and things for Instagram, posts for Facebook, even just based on that intellectual property that she's giving me. But all she has to do is sit down and film 16 things for the entire month. And then she doesn't even have to talk to me. So mm-hmm. I ask people like, okay, well, how long would it take you to do that? Maybe three to four hours a month. But then if you could outsource the rest of it, that's a really great use on your time. Whereas if maybe you're spending, if you're doing all that yourself, you're maybe spending like two to three hours a day. But there are you know, there are lazy content ideas, which I really appreciate that can work really well on TikTok too, which is B-roll videos, videos of you just doing things in your daily life and putting value over them. Videos of you just actually existing and then doing really minimal editing or talking to the screen. It doesn't have to be so complicated. And I think that we look at Instagram or YouTube and think, oh my gosh, like I have to do this advanced video editing. It has to take me a ton of time. What if you could just pull up your phone every day and give your audience straight value like we're doing right now, like face to camera, clip out the pauses and like, there you go. Of course, there's tips to that, but that doesn't take that long. That takes like maybe like 20 minutes once you get good at it, maybe an hour max. But that is to me, like if I've been creating content for LinkedIn emails, blogs, whatever, that usually takes a lot more time. So I think the ROI and the time investment is actually really great as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And what, um, I know we're getting close up on time, but I, I, I have so many questions. Um, what is the one thing that you want people to think about if they're considering um, utilizing TikTok and, and, and in their marketing strategy? Because again, to your point, there's not just one tool that you need. You have to have a really robust tool toolkit to be successful in your marketing. But what do you want people to think about as they're, as they're considering it? I want people to think about, to be honest, most people are just holding themselves back by like, I'm not right for TikTok or my audience is not TikTok or I post one TikTok and it didn't work for me. But to be honest, like if you post consistently for like three months, I always say do something consistently for 90 days before you check out the results, but obviously tweaking along the way. And you're looking at what's performing well, what's not performing well. You're trying different things. You're consuming content on the platform and just like seeing what's working for other people and kind of emulating that for your own specialty like, like you're going to be able to see what works and what doesn't. And um, I think that what most people, what's holding most people back is just the fact that it's a new platform. It feels out of their comfort zone, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be as polished as a lot of other platforms. It can really be a place to where you can show up authentically and quickly and really reach your ideal client. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Allison, that is a really great advice. I'm so glad you shared that. All right. How can people learn more about what you do and maybe how to work with you? Yeah, so I'm at Almeet Social on every social media platform, and my website is almeetsocial.com. We're going to link some stuff in the show notes, um, but I do one-on-one -on -one calls, TikTok strategy, and one-on-one -on -one TikTok management for clients, as well as social media management to really help business owners either empower them to do this for themselves or really support them in getting on that platform with as minimal work on them as possible. Excellent. All right, Allison, you gave me a lot to think about. And I know our listeners are so appreciative of, of your expertise. And I hope that everyone reaches out and connects with you. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, everybody, make sure you connect with Allison. As always, our guests have some great tips and strategies for you. It's about getting your story out there, making sure that people know how to reach you and that you are connecting with your target audience. So make sure you check out all of Allison's resources. All right, we're going to wrap up this episode of Saturday Soundbites. As always, you can reach me at veronicavsofer.com. And if you are listening to Saturday Soundbites on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of Saturday Soundbites. If you are watching on YouTube or Facebook, drop us some comments and my guests and I will be sure to circle back. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode by sending you lots of positive energy and light. <laughs>